everyone. I'm Liz Hunt. I'm Chelsea Poppins. And this is the Agency Rocket Show, where we discuss the general chaos of running a creative business. And today we are going to be be discussing branding with our very special guest, Brett extra, Clark. Extra, extra special. <laughs> Brett Clark. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that You're welcome. Thanks. You. I'm ex- uh, I will pretend and say I'm excited to be here. Oh my goodness. Oh. You're so excited. Don't give us that, Brett. Rude. I know you're excited. <laughs> but Brett Clark is with Foster's Mercantile. They just did our their branding with Day Cloud Studios. And we just really want to highlight, like, talk to him about that process. And he's done branding with us in the past. So I might be able to dig into that a bit more. Great. So oh, sorry. tell us about your businesses. Tell us about your background. Tell us about Foster's. Give us the spiel. Sure. Okay. So... Um, We'll kind of go through a few things here, and I, I apologize if I kind of go here, there, and everywhere, but hopefully you can kind of be my guide rails here and keep me on track. So Foster's Mercantile, we are opening this fall in downtown Elkhorn here outside of Omaha, and Ooh. we are a boutique niche home decorating supply store. So we'll have everything from... We always joke that we'll have candles and socks to original art to um, kitchen utilities, linens, towels, all sorts of things, high-end home items. We felt like there was a a niche here in Omaha to do that kind of high-end thing. I always ask people a lot of times at Omaha, if you were going to buy nice plates or or dinnerware, where would you go? And there's really nowhere. Williams and Sonoma and Pottery Barn are lovely, but they're not really unique and extra special, right? So mm-hmm. that was kind of the catalyst. And the whole reason this all comes together is my business partner and I have a couple of businesses together. So we have a home building business, Frontier Builders, that you guys uh, helped us brand and do the website on. And then M. Wallman Design, which is an architectural design and interior design firm. So bringing all of that together, we have realized this need. So at M. Wallman, that team, Uh, Marshall and his team has done a tremendous amount of shopping for people in Kansas City or Denver for these items. Mm -hmm. And so we were doing that on so many projects, we thought, well, gosh, why don't we just bring all of these products and these businesses that we have relationships with here to Omaha? So um, it's kind of, we're kind of uh, figuring it out as we go, right? A little bit, um, kind of shooting from the hip. I don't know if that's politically correct to say anymore, but like, that we're going to kind of find some needs from our clients and and fulfill them, right? And carry those products. We also want to be a little different in that we may not always have the same things all the time. Like we may get 20 or 30 blankets in or something or throws or pillows. And when they're gone, they're gone and we're on to the next thing. Or we may find cute backpacks. We may find fun barbecue things. We may find... So different sheet sets and things like that. And we'll always be able to order things for clients, but we really are in our store to be pretty agile and to be changing constantly. So I always tell people it's kind of like Costco, right? When you find some delicious treat at Costco and you buy it, and then all of a sudden one day it's gone forever. And that's the kind (laughs) of why, right? So like we want people to come in for certain things, but then we're also going to, we want to kind of stay ahead of things and not always have the same things all the time. Okay. So that's Foster's Mercantile. Frontier Builders, we're a custom home builder here in Omaha. 
pretty much million dollars and up now new homes and then kind of 150 to 200,000 dollars and up home remodel basement finish addition um we say those numbers because everybody asks us those numbers but really it's more about the fit so we'll do any job any size just depending on if it's a fit for us and, and for the client uh, and then M. Wallman Design is a high-end architectural and interior design firm. And then the, the fourth part that I haven't mentioned is kind of a mix of all of this, which is Fosters for the Trade. So we are right. developing that. That is, is, it's a piece of the interior design and a piece of the store. And we exist to empower independent design interior designers in Omaha. So there's a lot of designers that work at larger firms because that allows them access to certain retailers, certain suppliers of furniture. And the only way to get access to those and have those relationships is by a minimum volume per year. So we're going to leverage our relationships and then allow interior designers to own and operate their own independent business and then be a, we'll call it a member of Fosters for the Trade, which we will allow them access to all of those relationships with the vendors. That includes then us helping with delivery, install, billing, invoicing, operations, software, um, proposals, accounting, all of that side of it is kind of a one-stop shop. So then, then that allows those designers to run their own business and not have to be attached to one of the big design firms in town and be on, um, oh, commission. Sorry, that's a big oh. fancy word for a Monday morning. So it allows them to run all their business or it allows them to run their business without having to be, you know, kind of stuck at one of the design firms working the showroom and getting very little commission. Yeah. Is that what you wanted? Sorry. I just talked, yeah. I talked, I said, I start to explain things. I just black out and I forget where I am. So <laughs> feel free to jump in anytime. I love no. that. I was stuck yeah. on shooting from the hip. I was like, it's yeah. still relevant for basketball purposes. <laughs> 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 no, I love it. That's awesome. So um, let's talk about, you know, what's it like being someone like yourself who has all these different businesses um, and having to like work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but having to like work with uh, like a branding agency, marketing agency oh, like okay. us, you know. <laughs> um, you know, like Can my answer be the same. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but you know, like obviously we have to work together a lot and yep. you and I have been friends, our friends outside of the agency. We're at the same country club together for a while and our daughters play together and you know, so there's sure. kind of like different layers to this. What's it like? In that regard. Okay. Great question. So great question, by the way, is my stall while I think of an answer. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know that's why I so, asked it. Okay. So let me, <laughs> let me, uh, let me peel back some of the layers of the onion here. Right. So yeah, obviously, uh, there's a huge advantage for your squad when they're working with me because you know me. Now that's not the answer that all of your clients are going to want to hear when they don't know you, but I do, th you know, right. you, you probably want me to say how amazing your team is at getting to know people and oh, taking sure. their inner story out. But let me combine <laughs> two things here because the, you, your team did not know Marshall or Gary, right? My business right. partners, but you did know me. And mm -hmm. so I think what's kind of neat 
of what you guys have been able to do is getting down through the process to get to know the core of what our brand is. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people that you guys are really good at discovering our brand, not creating it because everybody has a brand within them and you just have to find that. Now, anybody can create a logo and fonts and colors and say, oh, this is your brand. So any brand and assign it to a business. But what's been so cool about working with your you guys in particular and any designer that's really worth their salt, right, is that they're able to find the brand that already exists. So in working with Gary and Marshall and I, you guys dug down into core values, core styles, core tastes, and then we're able to pull that out. So really you took what brand, what vibe, what mantra, whatever, all of the creative words that you use to make it sound fancy, all <laughs> of those things you actually just discovered. You didn't even create. So hopefully that doesn't offend you as artists, right? But no. I always felt like you discovered it rather than creating it. Because anybody, you could go online and pay for someone to assign a brand to you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And you can have a contest with all these computer programmers in the world, and they're going to give you 5,000 logos for $7, and then you pay 20 bucks to the person that you choose. But that's not really what that was about. It was a much more intimate process. So as painful as that can be sometimes to those of us that aren't creative, um, <laughs> and as rude as I, and as, and as rude as I was through some of those meetings, you really were able to kind of harness that. So the other thing that's interesting is, is that you have fosters that is a combination of three people's brands frontier. Mm -hmm. That's two and M Walman That's really a hundred percent the brand of one person, but then you have a really opinionated person sitting there saying what it no, has nothing to do with that person. And so managing <laughs> all of managing all of that has been really cool and easy because I don't mm -hmm. ever feel like, um, I don't ever feel like you guys were forcing anything on us. You were just kind of showing us what we knew we kind of were and wanted to reflect. I don't know if that's making any sense, but like, yeah. um, it has allowed me, who's a control freak, to really say, hey, look, they have this. We trust this team. And I knew you were going to discover that in us instead of just forcing some stupid, trendy logo on us that I was going to have to fight you on. It was much more <laughs> of a, hey, this is actually what it is. So it like yeah. just always made sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's still the like, oh, wow, this is so cool. There's still all that fun new car smell. Oh, my gosh, I love this brand. I want it on coasters and T-shirts and polos and hats and on the trucks and all that. Like, there's still mm -hmm. that fun part, but it's really more of getting our inner, ref like, core values into the imagery, if that yeah. makes sense. I'm really trying to use a lot of big words here that you guys use. So. <laughs> I will say you didn't, you only, you only fought us tooth and nail in the beginning. Like after sure. the Stylescape presentation, it was pretty smooth sailing, I think. Sure. No, I agree. And I don't, I, I apologize if I came off. I just was like, Hey, look, we're going to get everything out on the table now instead of you doing something. And I'm being like, well, actually I didn't tell you all of this. So this sucks. Like, I, <laughs> like you kind of like, and I guess, I guess that's my, the biggest piece of not advice, but like if you're going to go through a branding process and you're going to pay a firm money to do that, you have to yeah. sit down and be yourself because yeah. otherwise you're hiding, right? It's like 
Right. So if you go to the dentist, or at least when I go to the dentist, like I floss occasionally, right? Like I'm not a very good flosser, which I know is Mm -hmm. disgusting, but like, I just am not a flosser. I never have been. So when I sit in the dentist chair and if he asks if I floss, I'm like, yeah, not really. And then they always laugh and they're like, you have no idea how many people come in and like lie to our face that they floss and it's don't. (laughs) So I guess my point is, is sometimes we close down anytime we're vulnerable, right? Especially as Americans, Mm -hmm. that's like, everything's fine. Everything's amazing. My day's great. My life's great. And I mean, Instagram's made billions of dollars off of the American state of mind that we have to show everyone that everything's okay. But my, my yeah. that's a whole other topic. But my point is, though, is like <laughs> if you don't, when you sit down to get branded or be branded yeah. or have your company branded, it's a very personal experience. So you have to be, it, you have to get it all out on the table. Otherwise, you're going to hate everything. If you don't give you guys all of the information, then how are you, mm-hmm. how can I expect you to do a good job if I don't give you the information? Yeah. Yeah. One of the ways that I love what you're saying, Brett, and I, um, had no idea that you were going to be so complimentary. <laughs> I did not expect that. Well, thank you. I, wa- I um, want the I want the the check you're sending to clear. So you know, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just so everybody knows, Brett is also remodeling my basement. Wow, so uh-huh. it's a quid pro quo here. <laughs> okay, so. But I, I love what you're saying. It's such a beautiful way of like talking about how we build brands because you are exactly right. It is like the way that we do it specifically at DayCloud is more about discovering what the client, who the client is, and then helping them visually, like visually wrap that more than saying, okay, client, this is who you are. Um, What I like to say is that we are mining for gold, that we are, you know, mining for the gold that's already there. And we're just looking for it to find the gold that's already there. And so that's really like, that's how I like to say that we are, that's our brand discovery process, um, is that we're mining for the gold that's already there. So I love that you even articulated that, Brett. I just, it's awesome. I, that's so cool. Cool. You didn't even have to talk about it. I know. <laughs> if, if it was in Chelsea's outline that we reviewed prior, it was too small to read anyway. So I, I, don't. I told you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for uh, saying that, Brett. I've been telling her yeah. that for two years and she never zooms in for me. <laughs> yeah. So if there's, I mean, re- if, there's regular li- if there's regular <laughs> listeners of this, I promise that the participant and guests were not prepared at all. So everything <laughs> here is fair. Shots fired. <laughs> Let's just say that these old eyes people could not see my spreadsheet. Oh my and it's goodness. Okay. No, again, I have $12,000 eyes, okay? Because she doesn't mean she's a robot. She got them fixed. I think I beg to differ. I do think that they put robots inside of my eyeballs. When I, so my eye, here's the thing, Brett. My eyes were so, have I told you this before? My eyes were so bad that I couldn't get normal LASIK. I had to get like okay. the vision ICL or something. I can't remember if that's what it's called. The vision ICL where it's okay. like your eyes are so bad. They can't do LASIK. They have to do like an actual eye surgery. Okay. And so it's like a, Is that a what, totally different surgery. Have your what? designs gotten way better now that you're not blind? Yes. Or 
so much better. Okay. May so want to put that as a disclaimer that you're that you're blind, but let you be their graphic designer. That's well, kind of a here's a here's the thing. I'm not blind anymore though, because now okay. I have a whole new eyes. She so. she paid a pretty penny. Yeah. Apparently. Except for Chelsea's screen sharing situation. Still nobody can see them. Not even um, my new robot. I'm gonna eyes. say a disclaimer. Yeah. It's not just my spreadsheets that you see Liz and they're just like like it really close <laughs> to and then like it's no. zooms, it's no. other things. Chelsea, no. It's you. It's not a me problem. It's definitely a you problem. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I, li anyway. I like how you I like how you you said that you were able to get vulnerable with us because it is a very long meeting. Um, I think, did we have drinks in our discovery process? Breck doesn't drink, so no. no. I mean, I might have. But you probably all <laughs> needed some. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I mean, I think you have to be, otherwise you're doing your disservice. And, and coming from the design, you know, may or may not have a background in marketing, as well. Plus then with home design and things, we have clients that won't be open with us. We spend months designing a house and then all of a sudden they're, well, actually what I really wanted. And then it's like, yeah. why? And like, it's cost us time. It's cost you thousands of dollars. In the way. And now sometimes to be totally honest, it just takes them a while to figure it out. That's also yeah. fair. It does take time yeah. people to figure it out. But at the end of the day, most of the time people already know and they're like ashamed or afraid to say it. I don't mm -hmm. totally understand why, but like I said, when you go to the dentist and you lie and you tell me flossed all the time, even though you know you haven't. And maybe the whole world flosses other than me, but like it's just kind of an interesting thing how guarded we are yeah. when we start, when people actually start. And, and you're in a situation where you're paying someone to discover and you sit yeah. there and are dishonest, it's bizarre. Yeah. yeah, I think it also helps because we have the mild, medium, and spicy version. So then you you're kind of like um, going toward gearing towards like people who might lean towards that more conservative space sure. rather than mm -hmm. than like sure. a wild approach and, to their brand. Sure, and most of the time people aren't as bold or ballsy as they want to be, right? So like we have clients that want like, oh, we want to do crazy contemporary. It's gonna be so badass. And it's so edgy and like bleh. and then they like build a pretty pathetic home with like three rectangle windows and it's like that is not <laughs> we don't have any idea what you're talking about brett like yeah. none of our clients no. ever do that for sure <laughs> no, most people are all talk yeah so. oh man okay so tell me about yeah. what your thoughts were on the mild medium and spicy like how was it on your end when we presented those three options? You know, um, did you like it? Um, did you feel like they legitimately were kind of a mild, medium and spicy versions of and concepts? Um, do you remember it? I would have <laughs> had to read the, the outline, but no, I did. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. So let me be critical first and then I'll be positive sure. to wrap it up. So yeah. the, the, cr the critical part is I go back to we're paying you right. to help tell us what we need to be as a brand. So part of the downside is as we're looking at them, it's like, we don't know. And we would have known, if we would have known, we wouldn't have needed you 
So because we don't know, we need you to tell us now. And yeah. it did create a little bit of conflict internally uh, from yeah. a, a logo. Well, I like this logo. Well, do you like that logo? Well, if you like that logo, that's fine. Well, you're just saying you like that logo because I like that logo, you know? And then it's like, well, I don't even, I don't care what logo. Well, if you don't care, I need you to care. Like there's all these back and forth, right? Yeah. So that's the downside. That's also part of the refiner's fire. So what I mean by that is by looking at three, we were able to come to one and I don't remember what was spicy, medium, and mild. I'm sorry. I don't remember okay. Chipotle, which one's spicy, medium, and mild. I just know the size of the tomatoes in the salsa. So <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, is that it allowed us to go through a process. And yes, that process. So internally, as you guys know, and Chelsea, you had to send us like 917 emails like, hey, are you ready to commit? But like, mm-hmm. it took us a little longer. But then at the end of the day, what the probably the best thing that I can say about that is we were able to decide on one mm-hmm. and knew it was the one we liked yeah. because we knew it wasn't the other ones. Whereas sometimes I feel like, okay, let's go back to the frontier days. Yeah. We weren't really given them spicy, medium and mild or whatever. Yeah. We had two options that then. Right. And one was awful and one was good. And so then it was like, well, there's not even competition. Right. And that's no offense right. to you guys. It's just the one was like, Bleh. so my point is that I doubt the Foster's logo less than I did the front. The Frontier one took me a while because I'm like, well, what if? Well, what if? Well, what if we yeah. saw one like this? Like, yeah. so, I mean, I'm sold and we love the Frontier branding. But then on the, yeah. the Foster's, there wasn't as much doubting because we knew it wasn't the other one. Right. right. Does that make sense? Yes. And then we were able to put uh, some of the spicy in it, right? So. Mm-hmm. Like we were taking some of the elements of one, which ironically, so here's what's funny. Here's a go sidetrack here. Okay. Go for it. So, so way back when in our office, we, Marshall is uh, a unique soul and he likes estate sales and he'll go and buy stuff with our money that makes me upset. <laughs> but um, he's the he goes designer. To, yes. Yes. So he, yeah. he goes to these estate sales and he finds these kind of crazy things. And we used to have a gal that worked for us who was terrified of birds, like anything birds, like even like bird wallpaper, bird anything. Okay. So this one estate sell, he found this bird. It's like, a, <laughs> then like clip it to like a planter. And it became a joke in the office that like, we would put this on people's desks or like, oh my goodness. we'd like clip them. Like I have a soda problem. And so like, I'd find it on like, let's see lemonade. I'm trying to quit, but like <laughs> I, we would find it. We would like find it clipped on things. Right. Yeah. Okay. So here people listening, if they haven't stopped the podcast or like <laughs> here we come full circle in this branding process. One of the questions was what animal or you say I'm going to butcher it. What do you, what was the question? Oh, yes. Do you guys if remember? You're, yes. If your brand were an animal, what animal would it be? Correct. Okay. And my answer was songbird completely unrelated to this just because the songbirds, they're pretty, but they're loud and obnoxious and they think they could like fight a coyote, even though they're just like a little bird. Right. Right. Um, and the metal lark happens to be Nebraska state bird. And we're trying to tie in all the Nebraska stuff. Anyway, so in one of the logos that came back, there was 
a bird. I don't know, Chelsea. You can't share it live unless you're like amazing, but maybe in the podcast you can like put it up and it'll be all cool. Anyway, that oh there she goes. Type, type, type. That, I am pretty amazing. <laughs> that, that that bird ended up in one of the spiciness levels. Yes. But it wasn't in the it wasn't in the logo level that we had liked. So we kind of mm-hmm. came full circle where the one brand that looked like Fender guitar had the bird, right? I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, so we combined it. And so we're going to use the bird in fosters like on employees' aprons or thank you cards right. or just kind of randomly. I don't want to use the word mascot, but kind of, right? Like it yeah. ran, It randomly yeah. shows up right. in the brand. So anyway, there you go. There's the cheesy, dorky, full circle that we have this bird around the office to terrorize people and it happened to it's my it's my turn with the bird and it was like clipped on to the power cord of my keyboard and she was just sitting here listening to the podcast and i'm like i've got to mention this because this is crazy how that is so funny and this is my little so anyway there's the there's the bird that we ended up incorporating bingo yeah. So maybe that's of no interest to anyone but the three of us. But anyway, kind of crazy, right? I hadn't even told you to that. That like that's so crazy. This, this bird like follows us around. Yeah. See, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. So did you do it? Do it to torment the person that works for you that's scared of the birds? Not so. Yes, no. you did. Maybe, yes, you maybe did. That's, <laughs> no, it had nothing. So the, the songbird thing literally came to me that day as we were sitting there. So it had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with it. Also, though, another sidetrack. This is totally a Brett Clark sidetrack. So there is a new app that allows you to, because my youngest daughter thinks birds are pretty, and she's always like, what bird's that? What bird's that? Anyway, and we're building a house kind of on some land, and there's always a bunch, there's a bunch of birds in the trees. But there's a freaking app that you can open up, and it, like, listens to the bird, or you can, like, scan a picture oh. of the bird, and it will tell you what kind of bird it is. That's sweet. That's of no value to anyone in the world that is working with it. <laughs> My but mom it just would like love pro- that app. I know. It like, I mean, I it think like it's pro- cool. So it like proves my point yeah. uh, that there's an app for everything. Okay, last sidebar, and we oh can market this. You can, <laughs> if, if you guys don't want to help me market my app idea, then I will do this. But Let's do it. Okay, so, so you know the star app and you take your phone and you like point it up at the stars and it like tells you what all the stars are. Yes. Okay. How about an app that when you're on an airplane, you can hold the phone up to the window of the airplane and it will show you everything you see out of the airplane and like point at like, oh, this is this city and here's where the Grand Canyon, like it shows you what you're looking at out the plane window. I don't know how profitable that'd be, but yep, you're, both, you're, you're, you're both fired. I'm going to find somebody else to market it. I mean, you don't can go it's already I, mean, I wouldn't pay play. for it to be downloaded to my phone. No, that's fine. Play the music. No, that's you fine. Can play, the, play the music. Podcast is over. I'm out. You guys don't like it. So that's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. Well, when this app works and I'm a billionaire, I'll fly you out to one of my compounds and you can... I'd rather do that anyway. (laughs) And P.S. Airplanes do not do it at all. You have like a stupid screen from like... No. And it's like the plane is like half the size of the country and it like 
oh, like no crap, I'm over the state of Colorado. I want to know like specifics of like what I'm looking at. I could see like Google Maps doing something like that because they have like Google Translate where you point it at like a piece of paper and it translates it. Yeah. And I could see them just doing like, here's the geo, you know how maps you can go like geo. (laughs) Yeah, but Google doesn't do anything. So the point would be, yeah, we would build it and then sell it to Google. That would be the whole point. Yeah. That's all. No one does anything. That is correct. Mm -hmm. That is correct. We take Google's money. Yes. (laughs) Not against it. Okay, okay, anyway, I digress. Uh, what was the question? I, I guess okay, we could. Cool. I guess, what were your <laughs> expectations coming in? And then how did they change throughout or by the end of it? Did they have to have changed? They don't have no. to have changed, no. So my expectation was is that we'd have a cool, kick-ass, marketable brand that the public and our target audience would be drawn to, but then also I would be proud of and think was super cool. Mm-hmm. And I think what as of right ex- now, we, what did I expect? That's what I expected. I mean, what did you, for like the process, I guess. I don't know. I don't oh, know I had no idea. idea. I have very little expectations. I'm okay. the youngest child. The bar was I low expect- for us. The bar is super <laughs> low for, yes. I had very little expectations. No, <laughs> I guess that's an unfair question for me to answer completely honestly, just because I've known you guys particularly Liz, I've known for so long. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying your question sucks, but I don't know that I can answer it fairly. You could just be like, you know, I, I expected to have to end up with a quality brand at the end of it. And I, I feel like, I feel like sure. he's side note. He's like, he's holding you, on to words that he can only say in person and not like via the podcast. Can you just like, dump, use what you just said, except like edit it to move my mouth and it'll be your voice. <laughs> I no, expected. Like, da, da, da. What he expected is the outcome that we he got. Yeah, I mean, if you if you go if you go buy a car, what do you expect? You expect it to start, drive, turn, stop. Like I, I guess. I, Except for BMWs, right, Brett? So he's saying aside, that he wanted. A let's keep this positive. <laughs> you wanted a functional brand, and you ended up with a functional brand. No, I'm not. Way I'm not more that than boring. that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our brands are way better than functional. Hold on, hold on. I said I wanted a badass brand that would appeal to our target market and us. I feel like that was a fair answer. I feel like you're being mean to my answer. That's a great answer. If you you rewind, it's in there. (laughs) Rewind the tape. (laughs) Yeah. All right. The other thing, too, that I, I, you expect quirky from creative. And I think your team emulates that. Like, for instance, like, I don't, like, if I went into a branding agency and there were a bunch of guys in golf polos and runners, because I wear runners every day because I'm old, <laughs> right? Like, if I went in and you guys all drove a pickup truck, had golf polos and runners on, I'd be like, why are we hiring these people to do this? This is stupid, right? It's just like all winter. I wear jeans and plaid because that's what I'm supposed to wear as a builder, and it's cozy and comfortable. So, but Brett, my point if is, I like, started driving a truck, would you not hire me? Probably not. <laughs> but, but my Camry did it. No, but <laughs> no, but, but I don't. I don't want to go into. I don't want to have to lecture you guys on what a brand is in front of your audience and embarrass you. But I think there is a big part of business to being on brand. Yeah. So. As a builder, I mean, I could do my job from a two-door Honda Civic, 
but I can't because of the brand. I have to show Mm -hmm. up in a pickup truck for clients and I have to show up in a pickup truck for subs for my Mm -hmm. contractors. Mm -hmm. Like I, there are certain things you have to do on brand. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the world we live in, right? When you go on target, everybody wears red that's on brand. Yeah. What about, and by the way, never wear red to target or you'll get asked questions. (laughs) You can't because they just let people wear whatever they're like, old washed up wrinkly polos that all these 20 year old somethings wear at target and your and wrinkly khakis they're untucked their hair's a mess at least at walmart they make them wear a vest like no one i've never been in walmart be like does that person work here whereas in target it's like a you're like trying to find where's walder you're like that guy's in red does he work here anyway okay sorry that's a whole other branding project sorry yeah Okay, so, but one thing I do want to ask you kind of your opinion on as a client who, you know, has been on the agency side, but also been obviously on the client side, where does, where do you think like quirkiness ends and professionalism kind of should begin? Like, where is kind of that balance of finding the two? You know. In 2020, in 2023, I don't believe it exists. I believe that people want an experience and people want a personal experience. And wait, can you- I froze. Can- I don't believe that there is an area because in 2023, I believe that that's what people want. They want the experience and they want the intimate experience, especially when it's something as personal as design. I guess I would say also that if they don't want that, then they're not a fit. So you can go buy logos online for like super cheap. Sorry if Mm -hmm. I wasn't supposed to say that, but like you can get brands for like seven Canadian dollars. Like it's not that expensive at all. Why Canadian? Because it adds a little more value to it. These books are super (laughs) expensive there. I grew up thinking books were super expensive in Canada, but anyway, that's a different story. Because it says US and Canada on the back of books. I'm like, why would why would buy this in Canada? That's crazy expensive. <laughs> okay, so no, but my my point is is that you the quirkiness and intimacy is what you pay someone in your business to do. Yeah. And if yeah. someone is offended by or closed off to that, then that's not a fit. Yeah. I don't, and I I guess against any branding agent. I mean, you wouldn't hire like if you hire somebody to do your taxes. You can't, where's the line there? They have to know everything you eat, whatever you bought on Amazon that was unmentionable. Mm-hmm. Like your accountant knows everything. So like, I don't, I guess I think it's unfortunate that in different situations, those lines are drawn. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that it needs to be inappropriate, but the quirkiness yeah. line, I don't think there is a quirkiness line. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, yes, your I'm office. Remember like, this I mean, next time. Uh, you, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. No, but even you, I mean, you, you drive East like 120 blocks every morning. Cause apparently you can't be creative East of 680 <laughs> or West of 680. So like there, but that is, yeah. on, that's on, that's on brand, right? You, t- yeah. you park your car in a tiny little parking space and pretend you like the <laughs> restaurants around there, even though the okay. portions are tiny. Oh, oh okay. is super right. high. Whoa. Like the restaurants around our neighborhood are amazing. I agree. Mm. Okay, different subject. Anyway, the point is, is <laughs> you everything can park has- a giant truck in our neighborhood. 
well, we have restaurants out here too that have ovens and food and milk and honey and all of the necessary things. Like, but and they're the, in the, strip the, malls. I don't care. That's that's a very short sighted thing for you to say that because of the location <laughs> thing is how the food tastes. Different brands. Anyway, so something has to be in an old, musty smelling building for the food it's to be not, good. Our building does not yeah. smell musty. Yeah. <laughs> It has character. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm t- talking about restaurants, not your office space. But oh, okay, that's good. I was like, because if it does, I uh, I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> no, your your office is moldy, not musty. But yeah. the, the 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 point is, is that I believe in today's world that it shouldn't matter, nor should location, nor should brand. Right? It shouldn't ma- matter what car I drive. If I'm capable of building a home, mm-hmm. I'm capable of doing that. Shouldn't yeah. matter if your office is in Elkhorn or Papillion or Gretna or Blackstone or Midtown or Benson or whatever. You know, it doesn't matter if you know what size jeans you wear. You have a handlebar mustache or like none of that should matter. But our expectations culturally and society-wise is that people are on brand. Is that? Makes sense. So, but the whole reason you guys even have a business, if if brand didn't matter, you would yeah. not have a job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I also think that ninety five percent of branding is existence. So I argue that people look at our Instagram to make sure we have an Instagram more than to look at Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. And that so, you're keeping it updated. You know that the last post wasn't from four reasonably years ago. Yeah. reasonably, yeah. but I don't right. Need, well, and we've had this conversation and you guys have been awesome at this because there's a lot of agency around that are like, you need 74 posts a day. No, I don't. Yeah. I need to have enough posts to stay relevant, which right. is one or two a week. May, right I could even argue what? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's all about credibility, which is part of branding. Like all of yes. this is existence and trust because trust is what you're after. Trust yeah. is the magic key. We'll build a house yep. for someone the second they trust us. Yeah. And the brand assists us in gaining that trust. Yeah. It is a hundred percent in the service industry, it's all about trust. I'll go into Target and buy whatever from people in there, and you don't have to trust your cashier, but you're not gonna in a service business, you have to trust that person. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. like when somebody comes over to service your air conditioner, if you don't trust them, um you struggle with them in your home and you probably won't use them again, even if they did a fantastic job. If you don't trust the guy that was there, you'll never use them again. So trust in America in 2023 is huge. That has yeah. nothing to do with your question. So I'll stop talking. No, no that's great. Luckily, we already had your trust uh, being Liz's friend and um, mm-hmm. working with you previously. So that made the, the process much easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think it's time to wrap up. But <laughs> thanks for joining us, Brett. Awesome. It was good to hear of course. your opinion of like how everything went. And mm-hmm. you made a lot of really good points that about the branding process and you're mm-hmm. like being vulnerable and um, discovering the brand, mm-hmm. not just slapping slapping a label on a brand and being like, just take this and run with it. So fair enough. Um Thanks for joining us. We talked to Brett today about branding and his his experience with Dayclaw Studios building out his brand. If you like this podcast, like, share, follow, send some feedback. That sounds good. Thanks for listening.